welcome to the middle of motherhood. I'm Janet Livingston and I am your host. Motherhood is one of the hardest things we ever do and I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm sharing lessons learned, struggles, tips, tricks, and more as I journey in the middle of motherhood. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, this is Janet here, and I'm here with another podcast titled Ideas for Non-Toy Christmas Gifts. And that might sound strange to you because typically for Christmas gifts, when you think about kids, you think about toys. Lots and lots of toys. Big toys, small toys, medium-sized toys, just all kinds of toys. But coming from the perspective of a parent, um, if you are shopping for somebody else's child that parent may not want them to have new toys because they might already have 500,000 toys in their room already. So more toys might actually cause an issue. So although people typically buy things that they want to see somebody open up, think about what's helpful for the parents and beneficial to the child over just you getting the joy that you want out of buying some fancy toy or whatever, especially if it's a big toy and it takes up a lot of space. So typically, it's a good idea to ask the parents before you buy things for the kids um, for, for several reasons. If you have a large family or you have multiple family members or you're in a blended family, the kids may already have something or somebody else may have already said like, hey, I'm going to buy a little Johnny this right here. And so then you don't need to buy it because then they have duplicates. And that causes issues for the parent because the parent, typically the mom, has to take the other one back to the store or she has to consign it or sell it or give it away. So if it's several items that, you know, they get duplicates or maybe it's things that they really don't need, then that creates issues for the parents to have to get rid of those things. So some ideas or some reasons to look beyond toys for gifts Um, Like I said, kids probably already have a lot of toys. And a lot of times, especially like the younger kids, like between one and three and then three to five, five to seven, when they're in those age ranges, the toys that they got last year, they can still play with them. They don't have to get rid of them every year and get new toys because those developmental things can be used for several years. So they may already have toys and they don't need anything new. Um, If they have a large family, getting like if you have a lot of family members or if you're in a blended family and you have you know extra grandparents and extra aunts and uncles and cousins and all of those people and everybody wants to buy toys every year that could be a lot um if you have a small house or you know you just live in a a regular size house and you don't have a toy room and their toys have to fit inside of their bedroom that creates um issues for the parents to have to find places to continue to put all of these things Um, parents may not want their children to be very materialistic. So think about the values that they're trying to teach their kids. I saw something on Pinterest several several years ago, and it was four gifts for Christmas, something to wear, something to read, something you want, and something you need. So if if they don't want their kids to get a whole bunch of new things and think that life is all about getting, 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 and you get more and more and more, think about those values that them all these little things can implant into those children so if their parents want to do something differently then respect that if that's a boundary that a parent has set up then just respect it 
Another reason to look beyond toys for gifts, if that kid has a birthday that is either maybe the month before Christmas, the month of Christmas, or the month after Christmas, they may have already or they may um, be about to get a bunch of toys. So then turning around and getting more toys for Christmas can be an issue if they already have a lot of things. Or if, you know, one person wants to buy them 10 things and, you know, mom has to find space for 10 of those things. So just think about those things. And if they're a blended family and maybe there's like some step parents, step grandparents or just whatever, um, there might be some issues if one child gets a bunch of toys and then the other child doesn't. It could cause some jealousy issues. You just don't know. So maybe um, be more modest in what you get and maybe help avoid some of those issues. Um, Like I said before, the family might be living in a smaller house or their kids might have to share a room. So they may not have space to keep all of these new toys. And the housing market is crazy right now. Um, They may not be able to afford a bigger house to have that dedicated playroom to put all of the toys in. So just be respectful of that. And if you do get them toys, maybe get them smaller things and not a bunch of big bulky items. And then also, some some items can cause issues for parents, such as Play-Doh and slime. I am a parent who does not like my kid to play with Play-Doh and slime because she gets it everywhere. She, just little pieces of Play-Doh, it gets everywhere. And I have like a little cookie sheet for her to play with it on, and it does not matter. Every time she plays with it, it gets everywhere. So I do not want more Play-Doh and slime for Christmas, birthday, or anything, because she already has those items, and it's in a separate container that she's not supposed to go in without permission, and if I have to sit up there and watch her play with Play-Doh for two hours, because that's the only way that she can play with it, is as if I'm watching her to make sure that she doesn't get it in places that it's not supposed to get, that could cause an issue for me. If I just don't have time to sit up there and, and watch her build some you know, Play-Doh cake or whatever. So maybe some toys that create less mess would be ideal or something beyond a toy that creates less of a mess. So some alternatives, if you're looking for some ideas, think about experiences over toys. Think about things that create memories that allow the kid to spend extra time with their parents, their siblings, or like if you're a grandparent, why don't you plan something that you can do with your grandkids to create memories that does not involve something being put in a box and having to be wrapped up. So if you live in an area where you have children's museums or science museums, maybe get them a year-long membership to a museum like that or some other museums. Um, think about movie movie theater tickets or if you live in an area that does theater and they do plays and different productions, think about some tickets to those things or like a season-long pass. If you have a sports team like college sports or um, professional sports, whether it's football, basketball, if you have a child that's into hockey, baseball, whatever you have in your area or that's within a reasonable driving distance, maybe you can get some tickets to a game or get some season tickets. Those would be some all, um, awesome alternative gifts. Another idea is gift cards for restaurants, especially if the parents are on a budget or if they have a lot of small kids and you know their money is tight. 
what kid doesn't want to get a Happy Meal or a Chick-fil-A Happy Meal or whatever? So think about little things like that or pizza night, you know, a gift card to some great pizza restaurants that can help the parents and the kids. The kids get to eat out, which is something they may not be able to do on a regular basis. And that can help relieve some of the burden off the parents, maybe give them a couple of nights where they don't have to cook. That would be an awesome gift idea. Think about children's stores where the parents buy their clothing from. Um, maybe you don't you don't want to buy clothes because you don't know what they are into. You don't know what they need, what they already have. So maybe get them a gift card. Um, some popular children's stores are like Children's Place, Carter's. Think about Walmart, Target, um, JCPenney, Dillard's, different places like that. Um, think about places that have sales and coupons and deals so that the parents can make that money stretch just a little bit further. Um, instead of you buying clothes for them, just think about a gift card to a clothing store. Another one that's a non-toy gift, offer to babysit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every parent in the world would appreciate that. If you're close enough in your family, offer to babysit. Maybe you can plan a fun evening, maybe like a movie night, um, make cookies and popcorn, or go somewhere, like if you get some museum tickets or sports tickets, wherever, maybe you can take the kids on those things and let the parents have a date night. That would be a great gift. <laughs> it benefits the children and the parents. Think about educational items like books, science experiment kits. Um, if like some of these online educational companies like ABC Mouse, um, Homer, think about places like that. Maybe you can get, if they, if they don't already have it, maybe you can get a yearly membership. That would be a great Christmas gift. And it gives the kids something to do outside of school where they can still learn and grow their minds um, and have fun doing so at the same time. Another idea, think about things that can be consumed and thrown away. I am such a proponent of consumables, things like I'll, me personally, I love candles, lotion sets, you know, different things like that where I can use it and then throw it away. It doesn't have to take up space in my house. So think about something that would be a kid friendly version, maybe put together some baking kits and get some cookie mix or cookie dough or something, some brownie mix, some cake mix, um, some cake pop mix, you know, some little kit like that, or you can buy different things and you can put it together in a gift basket and make a little baking kit. That can give them something fun to do on the weekends. And if you give them several, they can spread them out and have a little here and a little there. Um, if the parents are okay with it, maybe put some of their favorite candies together in a stocking or a gift, a gift bag and give them some candy that they may not always be able to get. Of course, the parents are not going to let them eat it all in one day. So you know, be mindful of that. And then another alternative is to think about clothing in the next size. As a parent, like if it's birthday or Christmas or whatever, especially if it's close to a season or like the middle of the season, it may not be helpful for me to get more clothing in the size that my kids already wear. Because if they've already needed winter clothes for two months and then you give me more winter clothes, they may not be able to wear them, but for another month and a half or two months, and then they may not fit next year. So that might not be as helpful, but maybe get something in the next size so that they can wear it a little bit longer. 
Because if you think about it, they've already been surviving without that clothing item that you purchased. So unless the parents specifically say, you know, little Johnny needs this in this particular size, maybe think about getting the next size up. And of course, ask the parents what size the kids wear. Don't just assume that you know what size they wear because kids grow like crazy. So um, if you get something that's too small, it may not be helpful because then the parent has to find somebody to give it to or they have to take it back to the store where they have to consign it or donate it or whatever. And then they still have to turn around and buy whatever it is in the appropriate size. So most definitely ask before you buy. That That's just an overall rule of thumb. Maybe just ask the parents what they need. Maybe they already have a wish list on Amazon and they already have things that the kids said they wanted. Yeah, you can ask the kids what they want, but be sure to ask the parents because the kids might want some things that maybe the parents don't want them to have, or maybe it's just not something that they need at the moment. So it's always helpful and beneficial to communicate with the parents of those children before you purchase things. That's I'm going to wrap this up. I hope that my little TED Talk on no toys for Christmas or thinking outside of the box um, from the typical toys that people buy. I hope that these were helpful. Um, If you have not done your Christmas shopping, think about some of these alternatives. If you are a parent, feel free to share this podcast on your social media. Um, Not in a passive aggressive way, but if people ask you for some ideas of what to get your children, just shoot them this podcast and say, hey, here are some helpful um, ideas and some helpful tips to give you some ideas to get started. Um, I hope this episode was helpful, like I said, and I look forward to sharing more with you on a later date. Thank you guys so much for listening in to today's episode of the Middle of Motherhood. I hope you got some value, you learned something, uh, just something helped you about the show today. Feel free to share it with those that you think it may help as well. If you're not a part of our private Facebook community group called the Middle of Motherhood, be sure to join that and also subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Middle of Motherhood.